shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. It's that time of year again. As features are getting carved out, and young people are launching themselves onto exciting new paths. That's right, it's time for the College Talk. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundel, and today our theme is College Pressures. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. We have a very valuable show for you today to get you in the know about getting ready for college. Whether you're a high school senior getting ready to fill out those college apps, or whether you've still got some time on your hands, it never hurts to get some insight on navigating through that challenging time. To kick things off, our Techie Talks reporter, Kaisine, is going to share some of her tips to help ease the pressure of applying to college. Welcome, Kaisine. Hi, Hannah and Asia. So I think everyone can relate to the agony and excitement of applying for colleges. I remember last summer as my sister wrote her essays and then waited nervously for her acceptances. One thing that can make this time period easier is knowing that when you get to college, or while you are applying for college, there are a plethora of resources just on your phone and computer to make life a little easier and stress-free. In addition, many of these apps that are available for download can also be utilized for your last year of high school, while you're juggling between writing applications, stuttering for your last year, and trying to maintain somewhat of a social presence. One app that I have specifically found extremely useful this past year, when during late nights I realized I had essays due the next day, was Dragon Dictation. It has highly accurate voice recognition software that allows you to speak your thoughts and have them typed out for you. Basically, it's the chronic multitasker's dream. This software is obviously useful whether you need an essay and a jiffy or simply are someone whose fingers can't keep up with their thoughts. If you need to get those apps in because of omnipresent deadlines, but your Pinterest is just too enticing and you can't bear the thought of missing the perfect pin for your dream home board, I know the feel then self-control is perfect for you. Self-control lets you block certain websites for different time periods by adding them to a domain blacklist. The best part of it all is that it's free. When stress is taking over your life, it's often near impossible to fit in some time for exercise. However, working out and being active is an amazing way to deal with stress. I personally know that whenever I feel burdened by a long to-do list, the thing that helps me most is going on a short run. The free app Swork It has a bunch of short workout routines that anyone can do on the fly, as well as a planner that allows you to allot workout times to as little as five minutes a day. All in all, while the pressures of college can seem overbearing at times, we should realize that college is an amazing opportunity 
and there is nothing better than knowing there is so much to learn still. In addition, there is no need to be scared when there are so many apps and software that can allow you to utilize your time and enjoy life all in all while applying for colleges. Wow, Kaisin, you mentioned a lot of great apps here. I'm really loving it. Are these ones that you used a lot in the past and have you found them to be quite helpful? Yeah, definitely. So I've, I'm one of the people who have like four pages of apps on their phone because <laughs> I'm always trying something new and I have to go through once a month and try to delete things that I'm not using. And these are the three apps that I've found most helpful this year. And I use them a lot, almost every day. <laughs> That's awesome. I like how you were talking about exercise and that, you know, when you're stressed, it's really useful and it helps you um, kind of calm down and focus on what you're doing at the moment. But do you think it's okay to give up exercise when you're stressed? Um, personally, I feel um, that a lot of times when you're stressed, you tend to um, some semi-overstudy for tests. So you only really need um, a short period of focus time um, but if you're distracted and sluggish and slow, it's not that time that you would spend studying isn't worth it. So if you can just do five minutes of exercise and get those endorphins and get yourself being a little bit happier, then the time you do spend studying for your tests, I think, will be uh, more worthwhile, or at least that's my experience. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I think taking that just crucial maybe half an hour to kind of decompress it helps you actually focus so much better when you get back to the studying. Um, yeah, really, definitely. this whole show, we're talking about all of the stress and the pressures of applying to college and certainly trying to fit an exercise time and carry out a normal routine as part of it. But do you have any personal experience with the stress of college? Yes, I do. Um, so my sister went through college applications last summer. And so that kind of put me on an edge for it a little early because I was touring colleges with her. And seeing how stressful it is to apply to colleges and have so many deadlines you have to make, all while ah. feeling like you still have to um, do it all on your own. So that's definitely scared me from the <laughs> college process. But it's also made me a little bit more confident because I saw someone so close who I admire, and she's one of my best friends, go through it and come out fine and unscathed. So I know that it's definitely <laughs> possible. <laughs> I like how you were talking about... Um the app that you can use to oh self-control where you can use to block the websites that you know get you um distracted and off track and what I was thinking of is do you use Pinterest to find any tips for stress or you know like workout plans and all that stuff yeah so definitely Pinterest is really useful for finding um workouts if you are just going to stay home and you don't have time to maybe go to a gym or go on um, a run in your neighborhood and then also, um, this is kind of a weird use of Pinterest, but if you have physics projects or projects that involve hands-on and building, Pinterest is actually a great resource for finding um, tips and tricks for tackling those because there's a lot of DIY things on Pinterest you can find. Yeah, there are. I love that about it. Oh, that's neat. You know, it, it's so incredible because almost every show I feel we have something from Pinterest come up and I always have to say that I do not have a Pinterest but I'm going to make a Pinterest. You need to get a Pinterest. <laughs> every remarkable idea or new funky little gadget seems to come from Pinterest so I think this is going to be the last show where I say I don't have a Pinterest but I'm going to make a Pinterest oh, I so I guarantee by next show I will have a Pinterest because I need to get in on all these great apps and these great ideas and you know 
I feel like Pinterest just has so many ways to kind of keep you organized. You know, even though it's a, it might be a distractor, it's kind of like an organized distractor because from yeah. Pinterest you get ways to be less distracted. It's and, a very good excuse to use it during school. <laughs> yeah. And also, I, this is like relating back to stress. Um, if you're, if you have like this outlet for your stress, which might be Pinterest or running or exercising yeah. or whatever, um, it's really good or what I do, my friends make fun of me for this, but I study in little spurts of like 15 minutes and then I give myself five minutes breaks because I am someone who can't sit still for more than 15 minutes. So I um, push myself to like study really hard for 15 minutes and then take a five minute break, whether it be like a little bit of exercise or um, checking Uh, emails or something. That way you don't feel like you're just chained to a desk. Yeah, you know what I actually love to do? I love to exercise while I'm studying sometimes. Um, Like, I'll be walking on the treadmill, and I'll be reading a book also. Or, you know, maybe I'll be hula hooping and (laughs) something else. But I don't know. Multitasker. Right, right. I love to get that blood flow into my brain, get those creative juices flowing, and kind of get my work done, too. Yeah, Yeah, you need that. A lot of that, you know, you just got to get up and moving. Some, uh, actually, a Pinterest pin I found was while you're studying for college or studying for really you know, big test, it's good to have the 15 minutes of really hard studying and then get in that five minutes of just time for yourself. And one really good idea was just doing like maybe 10 jumping jacks just to get your blood flowing so you just don't feel like you're sitting there the entire time. Yeah, and then another way to maybe start your day a little more productive is something I do on days I have tests. I just wake up and then I do a little bit of stretching and some yoga positions because then I feel more awake already. Yes, yes, yoga. Actually, this summer, um, so I was at a summer camp and then I came back and I had about two weeks before school started again for me. And I actually worked on obtaining my core power uh, teacher certification for yoga. And so I've just been, I just did yoga over and over and over for those two weeks before school started. And it was incredible how awake I felt uh, throughout the day. So that's definitely another way, I think, to kind of de-stress and decompress. Definitely. Yeah. Well, Kaisin, thank you so much for all this helpful information. I'm Hannah Hundle. During the break, be sure to visit expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, description, links, and more. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Stick around for our next segment where we get to hear from our very own Hannah. Stay tuned. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel.
Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity. For this segment, we are actually having our health reporter, Nicole Eubanks, with us, and Hannah and I will be on the last segment. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Now, in the midst of the scramble to complete and send all those college apps, it's easy for the stress of the whole process to really take a toll on our bodies. So, our Health Beat reporter, Nicole, is here with some ways to help us let that tension go. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Uh, So, basically, we all know that school in general is very, very stressful, and I feel like this is my junior year, and now that I've just become a junior... It's just the real stress is piling on and like, and even for seniors too, like SATs and ACTs and just all these tests that we all have to go through, they're just always in the back of your mind and just the pressures because each year you have to take more intense classes and, you know, like my math class I know is like stressing me out so much. I'm in pre-calculus and just stress in general, like no one likes it. It's harmful to like your, well, I mean, yeah, it's harmful to your health. It's just... You don't because you it disrupts your sleep and in turn like it it affects your performance like at school and your ability to stay focused. So like if you think about it, those three things are kind of like a like a train that all has to function together. Like our in our age group is actually the one like out of like your parents or your younger brothers or sisters or even older. Our age group of like in high school is the group that needs the most sleep out of all. Uh, like the age groups and it's just kind of ironic because we I mean I have to wake up at five in the morning to get on school to get to school and it's just kind of ironic how early we have to wake up Uh, but anyway but through it all you just have to keep everything organized and just keep the ball rolling and the secret to being less stressed is just to keep everything like together and just make sure that you you are paying attention in class and do not procrastinate like I know it's really, really hard, and I myself, admittedly, like, I am the worst procrastinator ever, like, of all time, and just, but keeping up with your assignments, you'll just have, like, a much easier time, like, um, like, keeping up and um, making sure you understand everything that you have, like, in your classes, and once you understand it more, you'll be able to get your homework done, and you'll have more time, like, for your social life and yourself. And even you can get a job or, like, do other activities. Like, um, maybe if you play a sport, like, it'll just be easier to do all those things if you just say, you know what, like, I have to focus today. Like, I, I don't understand this in math. Like, I have to put my phone away and actually focus. Like, I know it's really hard sometimes, but... Um, and just whenever you finish your work early, like, kind of going along with that, you'll also be able to go a bit go to bed at a time that like is good for you like if you need eight hours or nine hours of sleep and you make sure that you get all your work done you'll be you'll be able to get to bed at the time you need so you can focus the next day um like with a good night's sleep you'll be able to focus and perform better and just maintain the healthy life you need like it's just so important like i can't stress it enough to just 
get enough sleep and actually stay focused. Um, but health my stress can actually affect a person so deeply that signs of, of depression can emerge along with like lack of sleep. So I mostly wanted to talk about how to not only avoid pressures of college, but to kind of relate it to stressful situations you come across in high school. Um, so being a junior myself, I'm now more stressed than ever before. I'm like extremely worried about the SATs and like what I'm going to score on them and just getting into college and it just kind of feels like I'm not going to succeed and I have like so much ambition and so many goals for myself that I'm worried I'm not going to accomplish it. And like if you feel that way like you're not alone like probably a lot of people feel that way. But when I get this way, which is a lot of the time, here I just wanted to share some ways that I calm myself down and like take a breather. So first of all, college is super important. And I mean, if you're going to college, I mean, I guess if you aren't planning on going to college, you can just tune out for a second. I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> college is important, and it's really great to have goals. It's just. At, like as in your dream college, like it's good to have a goal, and but it's also good to know that there are a ton of schools out there, like so many options for everyone. Like community colleges offer the same classes as any like an or university or any fancy school that you want to go to. And after two years of being at a community college, you're like guaranteed, they're like pretty much guaranteed a spot into a good school. Also, the price tag, I know that comes with college education. It's just a really heavy weight to have on your shoulders. Like, I'm stressed about it. And just know that there are literally so many of the most random scholarships out there. Like, granted, some of them are only, like, for $50. But, I mean, they're just every little bit helps. So, like, everyone's going to have their sh kind of, like, share of, like, help if that makes sense like there are there are scholarships for having like brown eyes or you know like whatever race you are because colleges want diversity on their campus so like that's something to keep in mind is that like you'll get you're pretty much guaranteed some kind of help um, another thing that high school students worry about I know I do is like the worst thing ever I think I'm I think I've been worrying about it since like seventh grade and uh, that's the SATs and I mean we all know that the test is like four hours long and really important and it's really intimidating but the good news is many schools like high schools offer SAT or ACT um, prep courses that help in case of, like like they just like help you understand the way that questions are asked on the test like that's a really big part of like the actual test itself is understanding the the actual questions and you know like how to answer them the right way because they kind of trick you well not like trick you but like it, it, they all, they'll have like right answers but which one is the best answer and and SAT and ACT prep courses really help you like figure that out and they also can help you um like fill out or like write a college paper that you have to send in to like if you're applying so that's really helpful um, but if your school doesn't have this class there's also like student help books and um, like real classes outside of school that are available and but some of them are kind of expensive so sometimes it's just better to get the book 
And I mean, probably the most important thing to remember about the SAT is just that you can take it as many times as you need or want. So, and that goes for the ACT as well, I believe. So, like along with the prep courses, you can take the real test and get the experience and just go up from there. So you can take it one time and, you know, see how you do. And once you like actually experience the test and like know how you're going to handle it, I'm sure like, like if you take it a second or third time, like you'll just get more and more comfortable with like what you're doing and just relax and be able to focus. And like the way I like to think of it is just there's a college for everyone. There's a scholarship for everyone. Everyone has an opportunity that's like the most important thing to remember is like you have like your own future like don't like discourage yourself um there's also there's just a lot of like ways to look appealing to colleges and you know you can fill out like really good applications and take classes that are important for college and, and like like physics looks really good on applications and and you can do volunteer work if you don't have like a really high GPA like AP classes look great um, volunteer work clubs ex extracurriculars they all look good so if you're just worrying about college in general I'm just saying to relieve stress everything will play everything will be okay and <laughs> just keep calm let the chips fall where they may and there's just there's many ways to get into colleges other than like buying your way in or getting a full ride. That's all I'm trying to say. That is so, so awesome. Thank, thank you, you so much for the invitation. I actually took my ACT last year. It was such a hectic situation. You were there for a couple of hours, and before that, you were studying all night for the information that you needed to cram into your head. And did you have any advice to people who are studying for their ACT or are going to take it? I mean, I, whenever I'm taking a test, I just kind of, I mean, obviously the ACT or SAT, it's not, you know, the just another test, but I like to think about it, like, to calm me down. It's, like, just like a test in school. I mean, it's not, but, <laughs> like, if you kind of, like, have that mindset and realize that you've taken hard tests before, the only difference is, like, this is just, like, a, like a different um, like a different, I don't really know how to describe it, like a different outcome will happen. It's just, yeah. you just need to realize that you have a lot going for you and, and, and you don't need to like discourage yourself because you, you're a lot like smarter and a lot, you have like a lot more going for you than you may think sometimes I feel like. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Nicole, for sharing your insight. It was very, very useful, and I'm sure everybody will love hearing this. During the break, be sure to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. I'm Asia Gonzalez. Yes, thank you, Nicole. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Also, check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around for our next segment as a college freshman takes a walk down memory lane and shares her three college tips. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. 
You'll learn about all kinds of fish as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is college pressures. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. When we talk about applying to colleges and figuring out what college is right for you, there's nothing better than hearing from a veteran of the whole process. So we're glad to welcome our reporter, Kai, a college freshman to the program. Welcome, Kai. Hey, guys. Okay, so in less than a week, I'll be heading off to college on the East Coast. Besides all the packing and the worry about the impending cold weather, I know that my sister is on earlier in this show, and I'm from California, so I've never spent an extended period of time in a cold place. So I've been thinking recently about how much has changed from last year. 
At this time last summer, as some of you may be going through as well, I was finalizing the colleges that I was going to apply to. I was trying to get a head start on my common application essays, and I was worrying constantly about my future. It was all that my friends talked about, and it was about to become the main stress of my senior year. I can say from experience that second semester gets a lot easier than the first. Now that the future is here and that feeling has mostly faded, I can still remember the pressure I felt at that time, and that's what I'm going to be talking about a little bit today. I think for a lot of us, we've worked really hard throughout high school to be the best student, friend, athlete, and leader that we could be. We've signed up for classes for the clubs, we've done the extracurriculars, we struggled through the sports, and even the activities we knew probably weren't for us. And at least for me, I just wanted to be able to convey who I was in a in the way that I felt was best representative of who I was. And it's hard to do that in 500, or I think it's now 650 words. I know that I felt like I had done as much as I could in high school, but I wasn't sure if colleges would see that or care. I have an Asian mom who never tried to directly pressure me, but I know that she was worried too. And what I'd say now from the other end is that everything can often feel like the end of the world, especially when it comes to pressure from your peers, from your teachers, from your coaches, from your friends and your family. But it really is not. And in the coming months, for those students who are going to apply to college or to start thinking about that future, it'll be something that becomes a lot of our world. And it'll be really hard. I would say that my experience was difficult at many points in time. But most people at some point have to start thinking about their future. And it's not college for everybody, but I would say that it really does work out in the end and it is going to be okay. That is so awesome to be hearing from somebody who's already had that experience. Um, I'm a senior right now, so I'll be going to college next year. So I'm kind of freaking out about the whole process, you know, writing the essays, sending in the applications, all those extracurricular activities to put on my college application to show them, you know, I'm a proactive person or I'm an overachiever, just like all these kind of things that can impress them. And what would you think was the hardest part about the college pressures? I think for me, it was actually what I wanted for myself. Uh, It wasn't so much, when you get to a time, I want to say it's around November, when we're starting to apply to the schools that we apply to early, or we're applying to the UCs, Um, since I'm in California, we apply to the UCs, a lot of people. Um, It's when, it's not so much when people start asking, or, but it's more the internal worry that you have, that you aren't going to get into any school, or even if you know you're going to get into at least one school, it's a worry. It's that it's not going to be the school that you want to go to, or it's not going to be the school that um, you thought you deserved to go to or you fit in the best. And I think that's the hardest part about the entire process. Not necessarily everybody else, but it's really just dealing with yourself, or at least it was for me. Yeah, yeah. Now, may we ask what college you're going to be going to? Uh, yes, I, I'm going to Harvard next year, or I should say in a week I'm going to Harvard. <laughs> wow, that is so cool. And how did you, you know, as you're talking about kind of introspection and reflecting on yourself and what's going to be good for yourself in terms of selecting a college, how did you go about that? How did you kind of ferret, ferret it all out and find that list of colleges you wanted to apply to? So it was it was a tough process for sure. Um, basically I had visited the colleges in previously and then what I did is I wrote the essays about myself first and because that process is as 
you are probably figuring out is a difficult process to talk about who you are because we spend in high school a lot of time writing essays about other books and or other people, but we don't spend that much time talking about ourselves. And so that was the first part that I did, and that was really difficult. But through that process, I learned kind of what was important to me, what mattered to me, what I was looking for. And then from there, for example, for me, I really wanted a, a, a an environment that had a strong literary background, not necessarily a and Even though I'm planning on majoring in neurobiology, I wanted something that had a more literary background because I love speaking, I love writing, um, and I wanted an environment that like that encouraged that as well. Um, and then I was thinking about the type, the size of school that I was interested in, and I wanted a medium-sized school. I didn't want a huge school, and I didn't want a tiny school. I wanted it to be bigger than my high school, uh, which is about 1,200 students. Um, so I thought about size, I thought about student body type, and you basically just have to go through a list of questions. Um, and then at the end, I, I almost just kind of put some, and you have to have target schools and safety schools, and so it was, it was a hard process, but I think it would just be focusing on what matters to you academically and then socially. That is so awesome to be hearing all these little tips and tricks and, you know, what you planned and, and all these different things. And I was wondering if you could go back to your senior year or, you know, your summer before you left for freshman year, what would you have done differently? I think that I would have, especially for certain essays, I would have written it without thinking about the fact that it's going to go to a college. And what I mean by that is, for example, the Stanford essay, one of the Stanford essays asks about uh, write a letter to your future roommate. And actually when you get, when you decide to go to Harvard, you um, write in, you have to write an actual letter to your future roommate. But at that point I had already been accepted. I knew that I was going and it was so much easier to write it because I didn't feel like I had to try to impress the person I was writing to. I just wanted them to know exactly who I was. And if I had to go back and rewrite that essay that I wrote for Stanford, I would write it without thinking that I needed to impress them. I just would write it the way that I, I actually ended up writing a letter to my future roommate where it was just almost started with a stream of consciousness where I just thought, what is what are things that you need to know? I like chocolate. I like going out with friends to Froyo. I love romantic comedies. And it doesn't need to be so uh, worried about that image that you're trying to project, but instead just of like those little things that make you who you are. And I think going back, I would have just started without thinking about the bigger picture and just focused on those small things that I know are true instead of just the impending doom that feels like college applications. That's so awesome. Thank you for that. I feel like that's going to help a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just this whole notion of being yourself and just kind of putting it out there and just letting the colleges take it at what they will. Um, you don't need to kind of mold yourself to fit any sort of form or fashion. Just right. present yourself as you are and just hope that that clicks. Right. So is it difficult at the end, you know, in the springtime when you're getting either the acceptances, hopefully, or maybe even rejections or differences, kind of figuring out where you want to go from there? Uh, did you run into that issue, kind of figuring out, you know, was it Stanford you wanted? Was it Harvard you wanted? Did it matter to you in the end which university you really got into? Is the name such a big thing anymore? I don't think the name is that big of a deal. What I would recommend going, looking back is also I didn't want to think about the colleges and whether or not I would be interested in it. 
um, in a really serious about a school until I knew about which ones were my options. But going back, you only have basically three weeks or so once you get the acceptances or the rejections and uh. until the time you have to make your decision. And so if you wait until that time to figure to start thinking, okay, well, actually, now that I think about it, I might want to stay on the West Coast or I want to, may want to go to the East Coast and experience the East Coast. Um, I, I started too late to think about it. So those three weeks were really really difficult for me because I was on the East Coast visiting. I was visiting, I remember, Harvard, Princeton, and Columbia, and I just couldn't figure mm-hmm. out. I hadn't, like, gotten them in my head in order, and so it was so hard. And so I would just start thinking about it early, regardless about whether or not you know which one is your top choice, and I would have more than one option that you think you just absolutely love. Um, and I would think about weather as well because I knew that I wanted to go to the East Coast. Now that I'm closer, I'm really freaking out about the cold weather. So <laughs> I would just think about that too. Yeah, Boston, I imagine it gets a little chilly. Right, um, exactly. Yeah, but, and you know, that that's so important too, just kind of giving yourself as much time as possible to figure it all out. All out, Because I don't think we even understand how pressureful it is until you're in that moment, in that three-week period and trying right. to ferret everything out. Right. And so many people are asking questions and you just, uh, you don't really want to explain your whole situation. And so it's a difficult, it's a difficult place to be, but you'll get through it again. And it's a better place to be on the opposite end than before you apply, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's challenging, but thank you, Kai, for all of your wonderful insight. I know it's going to help a lot of people navigate through the college process. I'm hey, Hannah no <laughs> During the break, visit our website at expressyourselfteenradio.com. I'm Asia Gonzalez. Be sure to watch our videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Express Yourself is brought to you by Be the Star You Are, 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on all things college. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's sing with the Indie Girls. Join Callie Young and Rinsley Phelps each week as they talk about the music industry with an emphasis on what it's like to sing as performers. We'll give out some great tips on how to make it big and be the next contestant on your favorite reality singing competition. We'll also talk to the artists who are already making it big on the up-and-coming circuit. Indie Girls can be heard live on the Voice America Kids channel every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune up your voice and join in the chorus. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. 
For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today we're discussing everything you need to know about getting ready for college. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Now, Hannah, my mom and I went out together a few nights ago, and we were actually talking about my future. And I have this dream college that I would love to go to, and it's called FITM, the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandise. But the issue is, it's all the way in Los Angeles, California, and it's super far away. But there's another college in Colorado that I that would be a lot easier to me, and we're just wondering, you know... What on earth am I going to (laughs) do? Yeah, you know, with the whole college conversation, I think the most challenging fact is that there are so many things to keep track of. Yeah. It's cost. It's location. It's what type of environment do we want to thrust ourselves into? You know, you're you're talking about distance. How far away do you want to relocate from home? I mean, I'm facing the same challenge as well because... I currently live in Turlock, California. We're a beautiful little town located right in the heart of California's Central Valley. And, you know, there's so many colleges in California. You technically don't have to leave California to go to a great institution. (laughs) Right? You know, we've got the UC system. We've got a lot of privates. But on the other hand, I also kind of want to get out there and explore a little bit, too. And I'm just kind of figuring out that trade-off that is it worth, you know, getting out there and kind of finding my feet under myself in a, you know, remote exotic location perhaps, or is it better to kind of stay home? Cause you know, when I go off to college, my freshman year, I'm going to only be 17. And I know that's an area of concern for my parents. They're like, Oh, you're so young to be out there on your own so far away. But I don't know. I kind of feel like getting out there and, you know, finding my feet beneath myself. Yeah. I think, I think, if you have a very good um, base or a very good foundation, you know, really good planning, I think you'll be fine because what I wanted to do is um, I was thinking, you know, how am I going to move a couple states away from my parents and my brothers that I've been moving with for my entire life? And so it's going to be a drastic change to move all the way out to California to go to college. And I was thinking, well, it's my dream. And, you know, if I want, if I have a dream, I have to go for it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, what could be a way to make this easier? Because in California, um, prices are getting really high, especially for college, housing, uh, jobs, or taxes, or working on a budget. It's all very hard to plan out, especially in your first year of college when you're completely new to this whole on-your-own thing. Mm -hmm. And what I was thinking was if I can find, uh, like, a prerequisite college here, like, just get rid of all my prerequisites, and get them out of the way and then go on to Sebastian College and thinking, you know, how am I going to plan that out? Because if I have a job, I have my t-shirt company to work with, and it's just super hard. So I was thinking, you know, I'll just have my family help me out with this. Look on Pinterest, of course. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I was thinking I have all these bullet points that I put down, and I thought I would share them with um, everybody else. You know, you need to have a plan for housing if you have – a friend's house that you can stay at or as in my case I have a bunch of family down in California that I can stay with if you're going to get your own apartment which is maybe a good idea if you're a little older if you have more experience and you know what you're doing or living in a college dorm that they have for you right right and I think also different colleges I believe have their own requirements too because I think some privates in particular you have to live in the dorm the first year mm-hmm. 
So there's so many different factors to consider. And it's kind of like you have to find that one college that you're really aspiring to go to and then kind of work out your plan from there. It sounds like, you know, with FIDM that you kind of, that's kind of the epicenter of your college plans. Mm -hmm. But for me, and I know a lot of other young kids out there, we're just still kind of, you know, hanging in there trying to figure out what on earth we want to do because it, and I, I almost, I feel like we're almost made to feel bad if we don't have it all figured out right now, you know? Yeah, it's expected of us to be able to make up our minds super quickly because, you know, the world's moving super fast and we're expected to keep up with it. And we have all these pressures on us. And especially when you're out of state, um, you have to know what your job is going to be, how you're going to get all your money and how you're going to be able to pay for college if you can't really get so many scholarships that you wanted or you have to pay for your housing and your food and all these different things. Like even the most random things like your internet and your phone bills and maybe doctor's appointment that you had to go to all of a sudden. And it's really crazy because you have a budget, you have to go shopping before you leave. You have to have a job plan before you get out there. And especially for me, if I'm going to California for college, it's going to be very hard to find a job if I go out there and not have a job when I get out there. So I have to find something before I get out there because, you know, you have to eat, you have to cook, you have to have all your supplies, you know, your mm-hmm. pots and your bowls and all of that stuff. And it's just so crazy to think about. It's almost overwhelming, but, you know, if you take it, if you just take it one step at a time, I think you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, it was really interesting because this past summer, I got a little flavor of the whole college experience because I actually resided at the University of California, Davis for six weeks as part of a summer research program. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I got a wonderful mentor, a UC Davis professor who mentored me throughout my research. But in addition to the intellectual side of that program, I got the full-on college experience because I was living in the dorms, I was eating at the dining commons, you know, and it really opened my eyes to everything that goes into getting ready for college. I mean, I remember being at home packing before that six-week period and just trying to think, okay, what could I possibly need to survive for six weeks? And even when I arrived there, of course, I inevitably forgot so many things and you know we were running to Rite Aid trying to you know pick up paper towels and anything else I might need and then just every day day to day it's such a different experience when you're actually out there on your own for the first time and I think initially it was perhaps a little frightening but I think the more you live it the more you just kind of adapt and learn to go along with the flow and realize that you know you're going to make mistakes and hardships are going to come along the way but you're gonna you're gonna be okay it'll all work out for good it's natural to have those kind of moments. And I think we're all going to have our freak out moments like, my gosh, what are we going to do? And I think that's just necessary, a necessary time to just calm down, you know, think about what the moment is right now, like what needs to happen. And I've had a couple of those moments before um, with the business and with, you know, the radio show, there was one time where we needed to improvise at the last minute and we're like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So it, it's and you know at the, at those moments you just learn how to improvise and those moments are really um, life lessons learned. Yeah, so it, you know, yeah, really- yeah. I love that you brought that up because I think that sometimes we neglect to remember that 
everything we've been doing up until this point has been preparing us for this next chapter of our lives. You know, all, everything that we've been doing up until now that hasn't gone to waste, it's just been building our character, giving us that foundation that we were talking about earlier, establishing those strong roots, you know, our morals, our values, our beliefs. And with that, we can carry on out into the world knowing that we're, we're going to be okay. It's going to work out for good. Well, Asia, are you going to continue your business or expand it while you're in college? Or how's that going to go? I'm really thinking about that. And I've been thinking about that more and more. You know, I've been with this business for a couple of years. So I'm getting more experience on how to run it, how to keep it going. And with college, uh, it's a really big decision to keep it going. Because if I'm going to be in L.A., I'm going to have just myself to work with it. And maybe having someone to connect with, like with my mom, she'll give me some tips and hints, you know, this is what you have to do, this is how you get it started, um, and this is how you'll keep it going, so I'm I'm really thinking about keeping it with me, because it'll be really good um, on the college level, that they'll say like, oh, she is keeping her business, and she's doing college, so that means she's very active, and she keeps things, mm -hmm. she doesn't just give up, she keeps going. Right, and that's that'd be really admirable if you'd be able to do that. Yeah, I think it'll be really easy, especially with the Fitum College, because it it teaches you how to do the business part of your companies if you want to get a label, your own fashion label. So it teaches you the marketing part. It teaches you the business part. You get your business degree, and it teaches you how to build up all of that. So I think while I have Stinky Feet Girls, I'll have the opportunity in college to learn more about how to control it and keep it going and build it higher. So that it's pretty hard decision, but it, it's okay. But well, thank you so much, Henna. I enjoyed this discussion on college and everything it entails for our future. As always, all good things must come to an end. And this show gave us tips on how to prepare for this next chapter of our lives. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show where we empower kids. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew especially Perry Damone and Bruce Solstein. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Hannah Hundel. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be college-wise, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine between the lines if you would let yourself go. My name is Lindsay Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kids Store Album of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Dodgeball. Look out, Mary's got the ball. 
And her eyes are set on you She's lean, she's mean, she's quick and tall There's nothing you can do One time she drew a beat on Fred Back when he first moved in She slung one straight upside his head Fred hasn't played since then saw her throw with that wind-up fling and twirl now every single kid I know tries throwing like that girl but none of us have matched her way perhaps it's in the eyes we only know that when she plays we drop like swatted flies dodgeball dodgeball us fall it ought to be against the law she should even play it all dodgeball dodgeball mary sure is beautiful but friend i wouldn't tell her that cause she'll wind up hard and you'll wind up flat same thing happens every day Mary puts us in our place Though we try, we cannot get away From that Mona Lisa face Each day we wonder who it is She's gonna level first And when she's through with what she does We all line up for the nurse Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary's gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard And you'll wind up flat When I go out into the world Don't know what job I'll do But I can bet I'm the one girl Who's gonna run a wrecking crew Dodgeball, dodgeball us fall, it ought to be against the law, she should even play it on, dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful, but friend, I wouldn't tell her that, cause she'll wind up hard, she gonna wind up hard, she gonna wind up hard, and you'll wind up flat. The Kid Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kid Star website www.kidstar.org. <laughs> 